My entitled sister burns a bridge with me in an unexpected way and then wants me to maintain her and her unborn baby's needs. I'm a 27-year-old female and I moved to the United States almost seven years ago and I have two half-sisters from my father's side, all from different women. We used to be very close and despite both of them being illegitimate, I shared with them part of what little inheritance I got from my grandparents. They never recognized them and left them nothing. Two years ago, my sisters also moved to the United States. The middle sister, who's 28 years old, Mary, got a company to host her with a work visa. The eldest sister, Karen, who's 30 years old, got a student visa and moved in with me since I was already working and earning a good salary. The arrangement was that I would pay bills and she would get a job at the university since she is not allowed to work outside, and that was her spending money. I would cover all bills and food. The only thing I asked was to help with some minor chores. I have a dog and a cat, and I told her she still had no responsibility while she had school and work. It was fine since I work from home, but I have a step family that helped me maintaining my home, mostly because I'm the free babysitter for them. Pretty sweet deal for a student, right? Well, apparently that wasn't enough. While she was in school, Karen met Ken. I knew Ken from the time I went to university. He is a creep, but I thought harmless. Karen was head over heels for him. I warned her. Ken had a bad reputation at the university, but she didn't care. She's a big girl so I let it be, with the only condition that Ken was not allowed in my place. Well, COVID hits and my hours were cut. Karen's school goes on pause and she loses her campus job. Because of all of this, we moved into a smaller apartment. I took a second job and did some freelance on the side. Needless to say, I had no personal life. I am dating someone, but he was also swamped with work and bills, so we barely met each other. During this time, Karen and Ken apparently got closer, and he began to appear in the apartment. Karen was not a part of my lease, but my landlord was very understanding. Ken began making really inappropriate comments about me. I'm not a beauty queen. I just look a bit exotic, as Ken put it. I'm mixed race from the Caribbean, so I have a bit of everything, and somehow it all shows. Karen looks more like our father. He was of European descent. In all honesty, Karen is more attractive. I only look foreign in this little intermountain region city. Ken would go out of his way to touch me and it was just invasive. I managed to just keep in my room when he was around or use the excuse that my pets needed a walk. I didn't know exactly why, but Karen kept pushing for me to spend time on my own with Ken. She said, it'll be good for you to bond with your future brother-in-law. They had only been dating seven months at this point. Whatever. I didn't care. I just found excuses to avoid it. In November of 2020, I got a better position in my main career job, so I was able to quit my second job and have more me time. I reconnected with my friends and one of them asked me if I was okay. I asked why and he told me that Ken had been saying he was very close to getting me for personal time. I was not okay with that idea and I very loudly said I'd rather be hit by a train than do anything with Ken. Since I'm in a small city in the Intermountain region, the kind that most people in the same area know each other, a lot of people had text messages or creepy stories to tell me. That was it for me. I went home and demanded an explanation. They didn't deny it. Ken even said Karen had said it was fine and I was doing them a solid as her sister since he had a fantasy he wanted to go for. I told them they were both disgusting and that Ken had to leave or I would be calling the cops. Ken left with some insults sent my way and Karen began telling me she didn't see the problem since my partner and I were on a break. We were not. I told her I was not for her to sell around like property and that she had two weeks to find a place of her own. 
I was done with her. I called all my relatives and sent them copies of the text messages I was given, and no one in our family wanted to do anything with Karen. She moved in with Ken a few days later. It took some effort, but I was able to get a restraining order for Ken. I couldn't get one for Karen. Still, they disappeared from my radar except for a few encounters, which were easily solved with showing I was about to dial 911. And then today happened, and I had to hold back my laughter. Mary, the middle sister, had kept tabs on Karen since we're sisters and all, and she messaged me with a notice saying, Hey, Karen just called me. She's pregnant and Ken kicked her out. I just stared for a few minutes and responded, Oh, that's sad. Mary knew and supports that I don't care or have any intentions to help. Karen used Mary's phone to call me. She begged me to help since Mary is only letting her stay for a week before she moves to another state. She said that she missed her little sister and had no one else to go to. She knows that I have family health insurance. I pay for private health insurance for two relatives that are in hard times and have health conditions and that I could do something like that for her pregnancy medical bills. This baby is a blessing and I should want to help her raise it, meaning I pay for everything. I let her pour her heart out for a good five to seven minutes and then I said, nope. I ended the call. She tried calling again for a while and then stopped when I got a text message from Mary saying that she had left her phone on the counter and that she was sorry for the spamming. Most of my family agrees with me, even Karen's mom. The only one that disapproves is Karen's aunt. She's not my aunt, but I called her aunt anyway since I've known her for many years. She's been putting pressure on me most of the day. She only stopped when I told her one more message and I would show her text messages to my stepfather who is her landlord. I feel bad for the baby to a point, but this is one of those moments that all I can think about is not my circus and these are not my monkeys. So am I the jerk? Before we even start breaking this whole thing down, there is actually a full-fledged part two we're going to jump into first. This gets even crazier. So in summary, I have two half-sisters, Mary and Karen. Karen used to live with me rent-free and decided to offer me up to her creepy boyfriend like a side dish. I kicked her out and she went to live with him. Then she got pregnant, he threw her to the curb, and now she wants me to take care of her and her unborn baby. Now to today. Mary called me this morning to have brunch and discuss things related to Karen, our eldest sister. She told me she understood if I don't want to be a part of the mix, but she really wanted it to be discussed and after I can just walk out. I know Mary, and I know she's trying to just leave everything in order before she leaves the state. She's the peacekeeper of my siblings. I agreed on the condition that there was no way Karen would come home with me. Mary just said, if she tries to follow you, I'll drag her out myself. So I dressed up and off I went to brunch with my sisters. I'll skip the pleasantries and dumb, friendly, family look Karen attempted. Once we were done eating and just having coffee, Mary set all the cards on the table. She explained that she couldn't take Karen with her out of state because she's getting married to her longtime girlfriend and they can only afford a one bedroom in her new city. She also said Karen was insane if she thought Mary would allow her to live with me, even if she had the power to make me take Karen back in. That Karen was lucky she even let her stay with her for this last few days. She told her the only reason we were doing Doing this was because her mother had begged her to at least put Karen somewhere safe or find a solution for the pregnancy. So she turned to me as the most stable economically if there was anything I'd be willing to help with. 
I might be a jerk for this. Feel free to roast me. But I basically said I would only give money for three things. Number one, a termination and a hotel room while she heals from it. Number two, a ticket back to our home country so she can live with her mother or aunt and get free health care. Or number three, a ticket to our eldest brother's home country so she can live with him because I know he will take her. I also said she had the option to put the baby up for adoption, but I would not be offering her a place to stay or a way to get medical care out of my pocket. I gave her some links to nonprofits she could use. Karen started crying, saying I was trying to take away her baby and being a bad sister, that a good sister would open up her home and help care for the baby, that I never deserve to have the money that I have. Most of my money is from inheritance on my mother's side of the family, so I'm not sure how she would have gotten anything, that I was spoiled by my mother because she had money. We did, because after our father left my mother and I with nothing, she made a company from scratch. She kept babbling and making a scene. Then she said something that actually hurt me. You are just mad because you'll never get pregnant. Yes, I happen to be infertile. No, I can't get treatment for it. It is what it is. I already accepted it, but it still hurts. Mary knew this was a low blow for me and basically told Karen one more stupid word like that and she'll be sleeping in the street tonight. I didn't cry or anything. I just stared. Karen stopped her crying, muttering, and seemed to get an idea. She looked at me straight and told me to adopt her baby. I laughed at that and told her she was insane if I thought I would adopt her baby. I don't want her in my life, let alone her ex. I don't blame the baby, but I have absolutely no intentions to be a part of the child's life. I was about to go off on Karen for even thinking I would consider that as an option, but Mary stopped me in time. She simply said to Karen, you have these options she gave you. Here are mine. You can get a termination or you can go back to home country. Either way, you cannot stay here. You are not legal and your immigration status affects us if you were to live with us. I could lose my job and OP could lose her resident status. You have until next Friday to choose. If none of these options work, you will have to find your own solution without us. I don't want you anywhere near my little sister. You put her at risk of being assaulted or worse. You are lucky I have an empty room for one more week for you to crash in. But after, I don't want to see you in person. We can keep in touch by Facebook or by phone. You've lost the right to spend time in person with either of us. I just stared at Mary. She's very quiet and normally the most reserved of us. So this was not expected. Mary paid, didn't even wait for the change and left Karen with enough to get a taxi home. Mary grabbed me by the arm and took me out. I didn't know how much I needed someone to just protect me for a change, but I did cry a little on the way out from pure relief that I had one older sister that still looked out for me. We decided to go for ice cream afterwards like we did as kids when bad things happened and discussed our plans to spend holidays and vacations together. Mary's girlfriend also joined us for ice cream and the whole time she just made jokes about how sad she's going to be without her moving table. She's much taller than me and it's a running gag with us. Nothing too dramatic, thankfully. Mary and her girlfriend are going to come later for dinner with me. Depending on how this mess ends, there may be more updates, but at this point, I think it's pretty much done. I'm not sure if Karen will take any of those options, but regardless, I have no intentions of putting my money for anything but what I said I would. And yes, Mary is my hero, if anyone's curious. Also, Karen is not penniless. I gave her $10,000 at the start of the year when our grandmother passed away. That was her part of the $30,000 I was given. She's also been saving the money from her college job. I worked at the university about four years ago, and I was getting $9 per hour. Her mom also sent her money. Unless she wasted all her funds, she won't go home without money. If that was the case, my brothers Mary and I would all give her something. She might be in my blacklist, but she is my 
sister at the end of the day. And here is part three, the final part of this story. Karen chose none of the options. She decided to make life difficult, so she is now arrested and more than likely will be deported. Let me explain what happened. Tuesday, Mary decided to leave for a nearby national park to enjoy one last time before she moves too far to drive there. She left Karen with the key and some money. Big mistake. Mary and her girlfriend returned yesterday and found all the locks in the house had been changed. To make it even worse, Ken, Karen's supposed ex, had moved into their house. I know. Mary should have seen this coming, but they grew up as best friends. They used to be closer to each other than anyone else, myself included. Obviously, police were called and it was a huge mess. Karen and Ken claimed it was their house. Mary and her girlfriend kept telling them, no, it's not. It's not even Mary's house anymore. It was sold and the new family that owned it arrives on Sunday. The realtor was going to give them the key. The police officers were so done with this mess before it even escalated and asked everyone for their IDs. Ken, Mary, and Mary's girlfriend all had their IDs. Karen only had an expired passport. Karen got arrested on immigration charges. Ken got arrested on charges relating to breaking and entering and some others that I don't know for sure. I got this secondhand from Mary while she was basically about to commit a felony had it not been for the officers present. Today I got a call about my sister. Her lawyer said she's claiming to be my surrogate and that the baby in her is actually my child. Yes, she actually tried this. I told the lawyer that I was not looking for a surrogate or adopting a child. I am already fostering and I have no space. And then my sister got pregnant by accident with Ken. He asked if I would be willing to foster the baby since the child would technically be American. I said, absolutely not. He tried to work things out with me, explaining my sister will most likely be deported otherwise. I just told him, if that's the law, then that's how it will be. I asked him to please not contact me about her anymore. As far as I'm concerned, the only family she has is in our home country. Aside from the scare on the new locks, Mary is okay. The realtor has copies of the new keys for the family that owns a house, and now my sister and I are planning to have no contact with Karen. I don't know what exactly will happen to Karen, nor do I care anymore. Now, not even my aunt in my home country wants anything to do with Karen and even apologized to Mary and I. As for Ken, who knows? I hope he goes to jail, but if he doesn't, I couldn't care less. I now feel like a massive boulder is off my shoulders and I can just focus on work and teaching my foster daughter about Star Wars. We have already watched all the original trilogy and we have a Clone Wars marathon planned for the weekend. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. So if we skip into the future to see what happened, there was actually one update that came out in the future that said Karen was offered to leave the U.S. willingly and she will face no negative effects for her status. She called my mom to see if she can convince me to give my sister the money for the ticket. Mary and I agreed to pay for the ticket on the condition that she never contacts either of us again. So am I the jerk? This was one wild story. I cannot believe that she tried to say that she was the OP surrogate. In other words, that the baby would leave 
really be the OPs. It seemed like she was trying to get rid of that baby any way she possibly could, which is obviously a very sad existence for a baby, any baby, to be born into. Probably one of the most bizarre parts of this entire story was back in part one when Ken, Karen's ex, expressed that he wanted her sister, the OP, and Karen was just okay with it. So Karen gets pregnant, and then he says that he wants the sister, and she just says, okay, and offers the OP up on a platter for her boyfriend. The exact line said, Ken even said Karen had said it was fine, and I was going to do them a solid as her sister since he had a fantasy he wanted to go for. And this fantasy, I'm assuming, has something to do with her ethnicity because she made it a point to explain that Karen had more of a European descent and she had more of a mixed Caribbean descent. I mean, there's got to be a deeper explanation there, something that we're not seeing through any of this. There was no mention that this is something that Karen had done habitually in the past or an explanation of why did Karen think that the OP would be okay with this or why did she think it would be normal? The OP just seemed shocked. I mean, she said that she told them they were both disgusting and they can't have to leave in that moment or she would call the cops. So clearly this surprised the OP. It wasn't something that she knew, oh, Karen's just like that. But that was pretty much the point of no return because after that, she was still sisterly to Karen. She was saying she would pay for a ticket. She would help her in these other ways, but she totally put her foot down because if you remember way back at the beginning of part one, she actually said her one condition was don't have Ken be there. And then Ken ultimately ended up living there, even though she already thought of him as a really creepy guy before her sister even met Ken. So let me know what you would do in a situation like this jerk or not a jerk and why. If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, make sure to subscribe by hitting that notification bell. Or if you're more of a podcast person, listen to the Am I the Jerk podcast podcast linked down below in the description. Either way, thanks a lot for watching guys and I'll see you next time.